I used to love sitting down with my grandfather telling me stories of old. The older and better days, he used to say. Well, he's no longer here to share those stories, and I wish I'd catalogued them. That's why I felt such an affinity to Tom, a listener from Alabama, now living in Berlin, who started sending us recordings of his memories of growing up. Enjoy this short, true story, read by Tom himself, in this special edition of the show we're calling Reminiscing with Tom. Listening to various paranormal podcasts, and particularly on the subject of ghosts, I'm reminded of the old houses we lived in, and there were many, for we moved two to three times a year, as I've often mentioned. I remember of only one house told to you in the past about the ball of smoke-like object rolling into our front yard one night. My father's brother, upon a visit, asked my dad, Thomas, Aren't you afraid that you will one day move into one of these old places that's haunted? My dad, shifting that old cigar to the other side of his mouth, gave a short laugh and said, No, I don't think there is one respectable ghost who would live in these old houses. And I believe he was right. I can't remember either one of those houses that didn't have a leaky roof, mostly in all rooms. We liked the rain, though, because it kept the mosquitoes at bay. My grandmother's house had an excellent roof out of ten, and when we would spend the night at her place and those tropical rains would start, the sound of the rain on that tin roof would lull us to sleep, only being awakened by heavy rumble of thunder and lightning. There was another sound that would also lull us to sleep, and that was the sound of the old oscillating fan as it rotated from one side of the room to the other. The heat was sometimes so unbearable that as it was blowing for a moment towards the other side of the room, you couldn't wait for it to return in your direction for that long-awaited relief. In our old houses, the moment we saw the rain coming, we would gather as many pots and pans to place them strategically to catch the water pouring in. My dad's brother once asked my dad, Thomas, I thought you were going to fix this roof. And my dad responded with a grin on his face. Well, Price, when it rains, I can't very well work on the roof. And when it isn't raining, it doesn't leak anymore. And he laughed. That's my dad. Grandmother Williams knew how to handle children very well. I remember one time I wanted to stay home from school. I don't know what was happening. I thought maybe we had a test of some sort. I was only maybe six or seven years old. And I told my grandmother, I can't go to school today. I'm terribly sick. Well, what's wrong, Tommy? She says, well, I don't know. I just don't feel good at all. She looks at me and says, you go get in bed right now. And I'm going to make sure that you get better. You don't have to go to school today. Well, that was perfect. I figure two hours of laying in bed is worth getting out and playing hours in the yard later on. Well, my grandmother immediately came back to my bedside with a glass of orange juice. And I thought this was real service. But unfortunately, she says, you drink this and it's going to make you better. And I looked and to my horror... 
floating on top of this orange juice were those oily bubbles of castor oil. Now, if anyone's ever tasted castor oil, if you can get it down, you're lucky without gagging or throwing up. I told her, no, I'm feeling better now, Grandma. I really do. And she says, no, honey, we don't want you sick. So you drink this down. Well, I had to do it. Otherwise, my best plan would be going to waste. That was my grandmother. Once I had a bad cut on my hand, I came inside and showed it to her. And she says, okay, let me fix that, Tommy. So she went out and into the stove, she brought out a piece of wood that had coal on it, and she rubbed it onto that cut. And then she went to the back porch and brought in spider webs and put the spider web on top of that, and then she would wrap it. And strangely enough, it was better in no time. Old time things do seem to work sometimes. Memories of things that don't exist anymore. For example, the old horse-drawn wagon that would come through the neighborhood. It was the ice man, and you would go out and order a block of ice, and he would chip it off, and he would lay this leather pad over his shoulder, and with some metal thongs, he would grab the ice block, throw it up on his shoulder, and carry it in and put it into the actual ice box. Not a refrigerator, but an ice box. And then there was the milkman. Well, he did more than just bring milk. He brought eggs. He brought milk. He brought ice cream sometimes. There was also the vegetable truck. Of course, when grandmother was out at the truck placing her order, we cousins would run around to the other side and maybe grab a plum or maybe a grape, but nothing big like apples or pears or anything like that. It was just little tiny morsels that we thoroughly enjoyed. And I'm sure this gentleman knew that we were back there. Yes, the good old days. Well, as the old saying goes, all things must come to an end. And unfortunately, so did my childhood days. I'd like to, at this point, thank you for listening to my reminiscing. And I hope it has spurred on a few memories of your own. I'd particularly like to thank Shelley and Bella for allowing me to do a little project that I've always wanted to do. All the best to everyone. Sincerely. Tom. Um.